Luke 1, verses 50 to 52. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. Luke 1, verses 50 to 52. What you know going into a difficult time makes all the difference in the world. Every great coach makes sure their players know certain things. Their own plays, the plays of their opponent, and of course the basics. Think of Vince Lombardi. This is a football. And every great doctor educates the patient before the surgery, before the chemo fight, and before the battle for recovery. And every loving mom and dad give their first-year college kids the lowdown on what their past 18 years have been about and how they take that with them into this brave new world when they leave home for the first time. Without these pivotal pieces of knowledge, the player, the patient, and the young adult are at a disadvantage for what lies ahead of them. In this passage, Mary draws upon what she knows about God, what she's learned from her family, what she knows of the Holy Scripture. She draws upon truth of God and how he has met each generation before her. She now finds herself facing the most challenging assignment of her life. She's young, not yet married, and pregnant with God's child. These are daunting circumstances. But instead of freaking out, Mary remembers. She remembers what she knows of God, what she knew to be true before the difficult time ahead. Take a moment to reflect on this. What characteristics of God do you lean into in this season of your life? When hard times come your way, what do you know to be true of God? Mary doesn't recite a list of facts as she responds to Elizabeth. Her response is personal. It comes from her heart. I imagine that Mary's been giving a lot of thought to these things already. And like every pregnant woman I know, She's constantly aware of what's happening in her body. Mary's been pondering these things. She pondered them as she traveled to Elizabeth's house. I imagine she ponders them as she lies awake at night, as her appetite changes and as her belly begins to swell. The beauty of Mary's response isn't found in the truths alone, but in how personal those truths have become to her. She isn't just reciting that God is merciful. She's staking her claim on his promise of mercy. She doesn't just talk about a powerful God. She declares her need for him to extend his mighty arm for her. And Mary, 
the woman who is chosen by God to carry his own son, a woman who will be called blessed for thousands of years, she isn't prideful about God's favor. Instead, she's aware of her humble estate and she depends on God to provide. Mary and her whole nation have long awaited the promised anointed one. Mary isn't just waiting for her baby to be born, she's waiting for the Messiah. While she waits, she remembers God. And while she waits, she trusts God, she worships God, she believes God. What do you ponder? Do you ponder your dreams for success, hopes for health, a desire for a family? Do you ponder your future? Those are good things, but there is something better. Spend time today pondering that Jesus left heaven out of love for you. Ponder his love for the world then ponder his love for you specifically. Is your heart encouraged to think of God being personal for you? How does your perspective on life and the world change when you too trust God? Oh God, our Father, you are the unchanging God. You are the same God who extended a mighty arm for thousands of years, and you will never change. Your mercy brings us comfort and is an anchor in this tumultuous world. Sending your son to earth is the greatest show of your mercy. Would you help us to humble ourselves before you today? May we depend on you and not lean on our own strength. God, please help us consider the first coming of your son today and look ahead and wait for his second coming with more confidence in you. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen.